It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. Action. Away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee Clark Show. Good to have you along for the ride again. If you uh, enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media so that other people may enjoy it as well. And you can stay up to date anytime. Uh, all things JLK, including the podcast, which, by the way, if you're new to the podcast, it's not safe for work, not safe for kids. You know that. Uh, you obviously found that because you know of the radio show, the Jason Lee Clark Show. Uh, you can stay up to date, find links so you can listen to the regular old radio show that is censored and not quite as filthy as this podcast. Just go to jlnkshow.com. All right, what are we going to learn today? Uh, we do have a product endorsement that I'll mention here right at the beginning of the podcast before we get into the actual stuff. Uh, and then we're going to learn about some sex advice. We're going to learn about uh, drinking the water that's filled with Viagra. We're going to talk about taking care of yourself in the back of a car dealership. We're going to talk about ethical porn. I didn't know that was a thing either. We'll talk about that. Pornhub has a brand new feature. And then we'll talk about some terrible people. And uh, You know what? We have a couple of uh, a couple of very farty stories that we'll get oh. to in the podcast today. So, And, of course, uh, one of the uh, stories, one of the farty stories turns into the worst person on the planet. But we'll get to that here in just a little bit. Have you? I know it's almost summertime. But occasionally... When you're sitting around the house and the AC is on, occasionally you'll get that. You'll be like, oh, boy, hey, AC set kind of cold. I'm going to turn it up a little bit. And then everybody in the house outvotes you. And then they just say, get a blanket if you're cold. If you're in the market for a brand new blanket, can I interest you in the cock and balls crocheted blanket? Does that sound like something you'd be interested in? Ah, is it a blanket specifically for your cock and balls, or is uh, it one that's shaped like a cock and balls? I'm going to show you right now. What was the the snuggy thing? Basically, what this thing yeah, is? I think I still have a snuggy. This is a, a cozy little uh, couch blanket, if you will. It looks like a sleeping bag. It's got a little hood you pull down over the top, so clearly it's uncircumcised. And then it has two balls at the feet, so that it looks just like a cock and balls blanket. <laughs> It's a rough one to explain for the uh, the company when they come over. Like, I'll oh, just kick that thing to the side. You're like, oh, they say you can... Uh, I'm, in, I'm into some pretty weird shit when you're not around. It says you can hop into the shaft and completely cocoon yourself <laughs> inside of the cock and balls blanket. Um, oh, I didn't know this. The balls were removable. Oh. Uh, so you gets married. Yeah, you just look like a regular dick without the balls, but, you know, you understand what you're pay- what you're playing with here. I like the fact that somebody, some entrepreneur, saw the hole in the market and was like, you know what we need? Giant genitals you can wrap yourself up in. It's available on Etsy, and it's not because there's a hole in the market. It's because for $150, you could get the cock balls blanket. Yikes. Uh, they do. The description does read, would you like to have a different and funny blanket? The penis blanket with hoodie is wrapped around your feet. It stretches back and lays on your body. The blanket will come oh, in its... Oh, you spilt wine over my cock blanket. Oh, it's all grossy now. Is it machine? Can I wash it in the machine or do I have to have it dry cleaned? Because that's going to be a breaker right there. It's 100% acrylic. Mm. Uh, yarn comes with removable, uh, inflatable... Oh, that's adorable. The balls are just beach balls with some crocheted covers on them. So you can make big balls, or you could have little old man balls. I'm chilly. Why don't you toss me the cock and balls blanket? Oh, by the way, the same store also has your very own penis beer can cover for just $24. So it looks like you're drinking out of a bag of dick. 
That's pretty great. Uh, if you want the uh, crocheted, uh, crocheted pecker, it's uh, seven feet tall, so you're wow. in good shape. Yeah, even the tallest of customers will be kept warm. Yeah, so if you would like, it's on Etsy. Uh, a few of them have even been spotted on Facebook Marketplace. But again, just head over to Etsy and just basically just look for Penis Blanket. And I imagine there's only one, but I may be wrong on that, as I typically am. I like that it's hilarious, but just too expensive to be a joke. If it was like 40 bucks, everybody's getting a cock and balls blanket. The blanket is hilarious when you look at it, but the price tag says we only want those that are serious to apply. The cock and balls connoisseur. Yeah. Well, should I drink the water? Uh, if you're in the uh, marketplace for some aftermarket Viagra, Seoul, South Korea is the place to be. Hey, where'd you get these pills? I got them from South Korea. Do you want one? No, no thank you. They found there are astonishingly, astonishingly large amounts of Viagra. You know, Viagra. In the wastewater treatment plants outside of... Oh, look at this. Gangnam. Oh, it's the Gangnam Style guy. It's the neighborhood that was made famous by that song. Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Nightclubs and... Re I didn't know this. This is what makes the song the song. Uh, Gangnam is full of nightclubs and red light businesses. Oh. They're common in the area. Okay. Obviously, it's just one great big sex city. Maybe that's what uh, Glenn Fry was singing about with Party Town. That's it. For, the, for that reason, the fact that there is so much sex in this town, now Viagra be is being found in wastewater, in the water treatment plant. You know, you go potty. It ends up somewhere. It ends up at the plant. The plant, the wastewater at the wastewater treatment plant is loaded with Viagra. That's crazy. Because the drugs are getting illegally passed around clubs almost like... Uh, so was it a hard day at work, hey? Yeah. Yeah, they said there's so much of it floating around the city that now it's turning up in the wastewater plants. Jeez. Just uh, endless uh, endless miles uh, of hard dick in there. Yeah, there's the there's the downside though. You got to scoop your hand down in there uh, like Willy Wonka and take a <laughs> sip of that wastewater. Uh, I would just go see a doctor. All right, the best sex advice you were ever given. We'll just run through this really quick. This is just interesting because it was on Reddit. They asked people, what was the best sex advice that was ever given to you by a partner? This isn't some knucklehead on television. What was that old woman, Dr. Ruth? Oh, yeah. It's not old Dr. Ruth advice. This is something that a partner said, hey, here you go. This is what you need to do. If you want to be better at this, then do this. Have you ever gotten a piece of advice? I'm trying to think. No, not really. I've gotten a lot of, uh, hey, stop. What are you doing? Okay, that's enough of that. You should go shower first. <laughs> I think that's probably... Yeah, this, Did you, you just know, run a marathon? What's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, I think that's the only piece of advice I've ever getting, uh, given is, uh, why don't you go take a shower uh, that I've received? You stink is typically how that works. You got to be married for advice like that, though. Ooh, you stink. Go take a shower. The question was asked. Well, I, said, I said the other day to my wife, she goes, oh, man, you need a shower. I'm like, I just took one. She goes, well, you better make sure you take another one. Yeah, you okay. can do a better job at that shower. Hey, this is some pretty sound advice uh, that people have gotten for their exes, and they want to share that advice with you. Get it out of your head. It's not a test. Sex is for fun. I was looking at some sort of a competition. I don't know why. I think that's beat into us young as like as young people. Yeah, I need that SpongeBob song playing in the back, you know, because it feels like I'm in competition with whatever I did the last time. Well, I got to be better this time. 
Because whenever you see sex in movies, growing up, it's always like the most passionate, torrid, you yeah. know, ground-shattering affair, and it leads to other things, and there's so much at stake sometimes. Oh, yeah, in the movies, if they're laughing and goofing around, yeah. you're like, that's not how it really goes. Yeah, like somebody farts or something. <laughs> like, It's not the size of the wave, it's the motion of the ocean. Yeah, what do they say? It's not the size of your pencil, it's how you write your name. It's okay to ask for what you want and communicate. I don't think you want that. I don't think that's something you want, Jason. Is there something you're interested now in, or put, you'd like to now put on this clown mask? Right. I don't think I don't think you you don't want the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, stay out of my head. Well, no, I'm curious. What would you like? No, uh, because you'll eh. you'll probably leave. It says, "Don't hesitate to ask how they like whatever you want them to do. Don't hop in the sack as if you already know everything." Yeah, but don't they say confidence is key? If you want to get the girl, confidence is key. Yeah, I know what I'm doing here. I know doing sex stuff. I could totally do sex stuff you here. Know, you know, every time your mind wanders and you're like uh, just driving down the road thinking about things, is there anything, after you've been in a relationship for a really long time, and both of us have, is there anything more exciting, but at the same token also terrifying, the idea of saying, all right, go have sex with another woman? Like, you're out there again. You're like, I don't know what to do. Like... Oh, like if it all ended today yeah. and you had to go out there, yeah, I wouldn't know what to do. No, like tomorrow, you, you like you, you were gonna have you went on a date and like your first date hit it off. You're gonna have sex. I'd be like, I this is amazing. I'm excited because it's new, but also fucking, I don't know what I'm doing. Let's see what I've been missing out on in the last twenty years. <laughs> what is this blowjob you speak of? The best advice ever given about sex from a partner: put your put the weight of your el- uh, oh put your weight on your elbows in missionary sex. Don't put it on your knees. It frees up your movement and substantially makes it easier to put it exactly where and how she likes it. When a woman says, don't stop, keep doing what you're doing, do not stop and keep doing what you're doing. Do not change anything up. Yeah, but sometimes when you hear that, you get all excited and you get frantic all of a sudden. Compliment and say how much you enjoy them. Sure is nice being here. <laughs> I always end with a nice thank you. I know you thought that was weird when we talked yeah, about yeah, it the first super time. Weird. But yeah. No, I yeah. always say thanks. Your wife's weirded out too that you told me that. No. And she says, she start- Yeah, I know it's weird, but I entertain it. She started it's- also saying thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I was raised with manners, motherfucker. Thank you. <laughs> you had a good time, you thank your host. <laughs> you have a good time, you thank your host. Yeah. I always, right? I always say thanks. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Make noise. Even a grunt is better than silence. Uh. I could imagine just being completely quiet. I don't know what this means. Please trim down there so it doesn't feel like I oh, so it doesn't feel like I'm flossing. Okay. Uh less teeth. That's a pretty general. Uh best advice ever given to you by a partner. Less teeth. That goes for men and women. Yeah, that's uh that's one of the more popular uh things, uh pieces of sex advice. It also says here, no one was born to be a beast in the bedroom. Oh, perhaps you don't know who you're dealing with. (laughs) I'm a sexual black belt, and I'm here to whoop asses. I was born for this. I was born for this. All right, speaking of being born for it, uh, a woman in Minnesota uh, decided to give herself uh, the business in the back of a vehicle in the lot of a local car dealership. Uh, police arrived on the scene. Hey, those low, low, those low, low financing rates for Toyotathon do different things to different people. Yeah, you know what they say: when the when the tents go up, the pants go down. <laughs> police officer arrived on the scene. You know what I mean? 
He reportedly found a woman by the name of Jennifer Weber lying in the back of a Chevy Silverado. Oh, shit, boy. That kind of stuff doesn't happen in one of those crew cab F-150s. No. No. What's that truck that you take down to Gatlinburg so you can be with your Uncle Rick? Yeah, the F-150. Yeah, that's it. Uh, In the back of the Chevy Silverado, you know the engine is made with lightning and thunderbolts. She had her feet in the air, and she was giving herself the business. She was taking herself for a test drive, Warren. It took authority. Hey, I'm looking at her picture right now. Yeah? Don't ruin it. I'll just say maybe she belongs in a Ford, not a Chevy. (laughs) A fucked over rebuilt Dodge? (laughs) Go! Is that a Ford fucking Ranger? It took authorities an hour to coax the woman out of the back of the car. She reportedly so they were, told... So they were tapping on the... And obviously, it's a new car. You don't want to fucking damage it, so they're not going to break open the window. But she's in there just going nuts on herself so hard that her legs are in the air. Okay. Well, what I was wondering... Hey, don't. Don't. When I saw the... It took an hour to get her out, I figured maybe the cops are just doing a little peeping. They're no. Like, they're, like no. Gen- they're like gently like... Well, I think on a podcast like nine months ago, you and I admitted that if we saw a woman playing with herself in a dumpster, a homeless woman playing with herself in a dumpster, we would look. So I bet they would at least look. Oh, God, yeah. But they're not letting this show go on for very long. I mean, based on the mugshot that I'm looking at. Okay. Uh, completely naked woman arrested for masturbating. Oh, boy. She is homely. Yeah, she's... Uh... No, no, she was, well, she looks sad because she was interrupted. <laughs> I mean, maybe when she has a smile on her face, she's completely different. Uh, I always see stories like this, and I immediately think that she's high on something awful. Yeah, you're looking at the one with uh, the red sweater, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she, I'm sure it's pr- probably pretty okay. I mean, she was interrupted, you know. It happens. You're, you're crabby. I mean, you think over the course of an hour, she'd finish things <laughs> up. Oh, excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me. The Silverado's knocking. Hey, you guys, I think we should probably just wait. We'll wait this out. We'll wait it out. Yeah. Why'd you call the police? You're like, yes, there's no, a uh, woman should... masturbating in my Chevy no, Silverado. Should... No, but we should probably keep an eye on her. Okay. Yeah, we'll just... Ma'am. Ma'am. Took authorities an hour to get her out of the back of the truck. She repeatedly told officers that she was, uh, oh, she didn't even know where she was. She thought she was somewhere in Minnesota, or she thought she was in St. Petersburg, Florida, but the reality was she was in Minnesota. There's a big fucking difference between those two. So I'm going to say drugs? Uh, Even though a run of her info showed that she lived only 40 minutes away from the car dealership, still, you know, she's a bit of a ways from home. Uh, She was obviously arrested because we were able to look at her mugshot on, you know, on the internet. As a dealer, do you mark that Silverado down or do you mark it up? Uh, See? See, Cletus? Look what this fucking thing does to women. Just the power of a Silverado. She can't keep her hands off herself. Yeah. Oh, uh, here. Uh, I don't know why this needs to be a thing. Pornhub is using artificial intelligence to take some of the oldest erotic films and remaster them in 4K. Well, they do it with things like The Hobbit. Now they're doing it with The Nobbit. No, no, it's way older than that. A computer, uh, the computers use a database of over 100,000 adult images and videos to learn what the stuff was supposed to look like. It has applied new knowledge to restore and colorize skin flicks going all the way back to 1896. Uh, if you go to Pornhub, I think it says here that they have a tab that you just click on that. It'll take you to the old-timey porn. 
Well, they do things in those videos hey. because it was a different time then. Hey, Yuck City, man. All right, here we go. Since we're talking about this, uh, so was it silent movies? She just made a face. Uh, you just had to kind of imagine what it was like. Sounds like one of those fainting goats. What constitutes ethical porn? It's got old piano music in it. Ethical porn is a new term that's making the rounds in the world of adult entertainment. It's something that uh, a sex educator describes as created by prioritizing, respecting, and centering on the rights of those working to produce the content. Yeah, didn't Pornhub take down half its videos because most of them were sex trafficking or not supposed to be seen? I have no idea. So I imagine that this is their way of saying, hey... This is cool. Like, whatever you're seeing, it's cool, bro. It says the, the producers shoot their smut more artistically and aim for scenes and scenarios that are more realistic than, like, the pizza guy or the plumber showing up. Or, you know, a stepsister getting caught in the dryer. Oh, stepbrother. So if you want to check out some ethical porn. well, that's a pretty, I bet they got hey, some ethical stuck-in-furniture situations happening there. That's a pretty good way to sell it to somebody that's not really into it. They're like, no, I think it's gross and degrading. You're like, yeah, but it's ethical. Oh, Oh, it's ethical. Well, hell. After watching half those videos, I almost get incensed that my parents didn't get divorced and remarry when I was a child. Look what you deprived me of. Yeah, step-siblings. Yeah, sexual tension. Who gets stuck in everything. They say Lady Cheeky focuses on uh, true expressions of passion and desire, which, uh, while being inclusive to diversive body types. I used to go to school with two kids, and uh, they were stepbrother, stepsister. Their parents obviously got back together, remarried, but they were in the same grade and the same school system, and suddenly they were living together. And I just remember thinking at the time, fuck, I don't know how he does it, man. She was good looking. Good looking. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Warren got the chicks. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's a fine filly. Her legs go all the way down to the floor. Uh, Royal Fetish Films makes oh. responsible porn that prioritizes safety, inclusion, and consent in their productions. Well, those are the three things you hate the most about <laughs> pornography, Warren. Uh, that is untrue. Uh, uh, Belisa? B-E-L-L-E-S-A. Belisa? Belisa? Everything on their site is made by women, and women dig it, they say. You can tell when, uh, well, you know, I'm just going to let you finish a story. You can tell when what? You can, you can tell when there's like a, when a woman's the one making the porno versus like a guy. Okay. Okay. True uh, heads know, Jason. Uh, the ethical porn is produced by a company called Spit, S-P-I-T, using picture, <laughs> audio, and video to take users through an authentic journey mm. through desire and exploration. Hey, we talked about this lady last week, uh, Erica Lust. Uh, remember, she encourages her employees to take half-hour masturbation yeah, breaks at yeah. work. Yeah, she's a sexual legend around these parts. Even gives, uh, yeah, she encourages the masturbation breaks. Oh, and she makes uh, female-friendly pornography. Truly uh, is a one-stop shop. Findrow is another ethical porn site. Uh, a wide variety of content creators can control their own revenue stream. Oh, so that means uh, it's basically a work from home, like an OnlyFans. Hmm. Okay. So make sure you bring this up when you're dating somebody new. You're like, Ooh. no, I'm only into ethical pornography. Ooh. Can I interest you in great-looking productions that push the limits of what well-done content should look like? It's called Afterglow. Hmm. Uh, and it's another website that claims to be making ethical pornography. 
All right, let's get into the bathroom stuff here really quick. What? The doctor is encouraging people to maybe check up on how healthy you are through your duty, your droppings. They call it, oh boy, the blue poop challenge. Nope. This man has written many books on uh, dietary, uh, uh, oh, the, his last book was called The Diet Myth. He wants us to track our health through our gut. It's simple. If you want to take the blue poop hey, challenge. I think kind of we already fucking know. Like, if you turn around and look down before you flush and say, oh, man, that was last night. That was rough. Right. Yeah, if it's still hanging out, you know, like a plunger, <laughs> you know, that's bad, right? He says you make muffins with blue food coloring in them, and then you eat two. Track how long it takes for the dye to come out. Oh, so if you, like, eat the muffins, and, like, ten days later, you're like, <laughs> I still got nothing, man. Something ain't yeah, right. you're fucked. You're in bad shape. Uh. The longer it takes, the more likely that your gut health is in, well, it's not terrific. They say also, don't forget to use a timer, jot down your results, and you too can take the, uh, get your blue, get your poop personality on the Blue Poop Challenge website. Well, if there's a too slow, then there's got to be a too fast, if it just goes ripping right through you. Fucking what? brand muffin. Boosh. Yeah, let's see. Bluepoopchallenge.com. Uh, I got six and a half minutes. What does that mean? <laughs> It means your innards, man. They're like a Porsche. Yeah. Oh, those droppings are worth a lot of money. 72-year-old Jersey man has discovered that his his droppings are worth 40 bucks a day. Oh, the man's name is Herbie. And his wife's name is Patty. Herbie and Patty had repeated antibiotic treatments that wiped out the bacteria in her colon. Doctors decided she needed... Oh, I don't like this shit at all. Oh, I've, she, I've heard of this before. She needed a fecal transplant to help yeah, her recover. That's where you put somebody's poop up your butt. What? No. Yeah. That's it? Why is why is that a thing? I don't, dude, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't know who the guy was like, hey, I have a cure. We need some outside dookie. Um, they... they Boy, I didn't know that was it. Uh, she needed a fecal transplant. Some of them I think you could take in pill form. I sure hope so. Which is, <laughs> hey, that's a big pill. <laughs> which is which is almost worse to me, I think, mentally. Can Here, you put an extra layer of gel coating around that? Yeah, swallow this shit pill. She, she Daily water? They were looking for a fecal transplant. She suggested that they test her husband, Herbie, and doctors were surprised to found, find out that he had what they call perfect poop. Uh, it's great that he got to help his wife, but it is, they say, is a fecal transplant what it sounds like? Yes, it's when someone's intestinal bacteria has been wiped out. One of the ways to get them going again is by taking the poo from someone they know and putting it in their colon. What? What's interesting is there aren't many people that qualify to be a poop donor. Yeah, what if the only person that qualifies for your poop donation is like a, you know, long-haul Truck biscuits and gravy trucker. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is going to be a big one. Yeah, that's a huge pill. Yeah. The poop donor, uh, only 2 to 3% of people are actually able to donate it. Hey, but it's lucrative. Hey, 40 bucks a day is a nice per diem for something you were just going to flush down the toilet. Uh-huh. But what does he have to do? Fish it out every time with a poop net? Like you know an aquarium? They, you know what they call him? He's a super donor. They could donate to anyone. They make between thirteen and fifteen thousand dollars a year off their donations. How do we find out if we have perfect shit? How do you get to be? Uh, how do you get perfect poop? Uh, Herbie eats the same thing most days, including a strict no sugar, no red meat diet. He takes vitamins and supplements every day. 
if you take care of yourself, you could, I guess, literally, you're sitting on a gold mine right now. Oh, so probably if you're a Saturday morning runny IPA dump guy, you're, well, you're I mean, probably if out. If it's a six-minute for the blue poop challenge, <laughs> then you're not going to be a very good one. Um, all right, here we go. Here's uh, two more bathroom stories, and that'll lead us right into the worst person on the planet. Every single one of us has been forced to work with somebody who uh, annoyed the hell out of us, right? Yeah. Sound be the sound of their laugh, the way that they eat an apple, nose blowing, body odor, humming. I don't know what I would do if I worked with somebody that hummed all day. I would lose my goddamn mind. What about a guy who sits in his cubicle, farts, and then says, "Does someone burn popcorn?" And then you inhale and you smell his fart, and he You're tricks like, you. That doesn't smell like popcorn at all. It smells like poo. <laughs> you tricked me again. No matter what it is, so uh, make a popcorn. Something's got to give. Steps must be taken to restore your sanity. One hospital worker is wondering if they're the bad person for reporting a co-worker's flatulence problem. I don't know how you compose that email to HR. That just seems weird to me. At a local hospital, unnamed person posted a story. Uh, is responsible for turning over a room once a patient, patient is discharged. That includes changing the bed linens, wiping, sterilizing the furniture, the equipment. You know, just basically like a hotel, except it's a fucking hospital. The co-worker in question, who is referred to as the fart demon, oversees nutrition, meal delivery, order taking, and the like. When the room is being cleaned, the fart demon likes to come into the room, sit down on furniture, was just clean, and relax. And then he'll, quote-unquote, let him rip. Oh. So he's doing it on purpose. Uh, according to this, loudly, smelly, rafter shakers, uh, always followed by a laugh and an insincere apology. Other workers are annoyed by it, too, but the poster is the one who finally said something to the higher-ups about it. Since then, the fart demon has been ignoring the person who he suspects. I hope it's a he. I bet it's got to be a he. Um, reported him. Even though others were annoyed by it, the poster is feeling singled out as the snitch, even though everybody else had been complaining about it, and he just happened to be the one who stepped up and turned him in. So is this person a bad person for calling out the fart demon to the uh, supervisors? Are I going to go no on that? Probably not. Well, anywho. All right, here we go. This is the worst person on the planet. This woman tells this story about going to the gym. So I went to the gym. One of the most embarrassing things that ever happened to me in my life was I went to the gym one morning. It was a Saturday morning, and I didn't feel so good because I had a rough night before, and I thought, you know what? If I go to the gym and I get on the treadmill or the elliptical, I don't remember which one it was. And so I said, if I just go and sweat it out, I'll be fine. And I could go throughout the rest of my day. This is like, I don't know, five, six years ago. And so I get on and this, every time I'd go on the weekend, there was always like the same lady and she would talk all the time. She talked to everybody. She's just that lady. She just talks and talks and talks and talks. And whenever you're on the treadmill, she talks to you. Or when you're on the elliptical, she talks to you. And then on the Saturday morning, I got on whatever it was and I'm, you know, chugging along and she hasn't said a goddamn word to me. And I thought, wow, that's weird. Cool. I'm going to get through an entire like 45 minutes on this thing. And this lady's going to keep her yap shut. And I don't have to socialize. I can just quietly suffer and sweat it out. And then finally she leans over and she looks at me and she says, you smell like the floor of a bar. 
And I said, <laughs> fuck you, man. I, I said, whoa. I said, that was really aggressive of you. You're like, I know what I did last night. I know what's happening now. And, and then she kind of laughed, but didn't really laugh. And she said, you smell awful. I said, yeah, I had a rough go last night, and now I'm just trying to get rid of it here this morning at the gym, and now you've given me a complex, and I'll probably, as discreetly as possible, stop and go home, because now I'm embarrassed. I did, and I suffered through it. But... Mm. So this woman goes to the gym after uh, she goes to her spin class after a night of quote-unquote drinking and 4 a.m. kebabs. While she was in the spin class... She farted as someone, I guess it's yoga, makes you fart a lot, and spin class. Like a Clydesdale. All I know is when my wife takes one of those classes, she says, she says you should do yoga with me sometime. And I said, but don't you say everybody goes in there, relaxes, and farts? And she's like, yeah, it smells real bad in yoga. And everybody farts in yoga class. I said, that's disgusting. That's not for me. My sister-in-law's a yoga instructor. I should ask her about that. Super gassy. Hey, y'all farting there? Yeah, because you relax, and I guess it just makes you so do... So then what? If you're in hot yoga and the room's like 110 degrees, it's just hot farts? That's yeah, unfortunate. The woman says after she farted in her, sw- in her spin class, the odor was so bad, one woman threw up. <laughs> uh, uh, imagine a fart so bad somebody puked. I'd be horrified and, and slightly proud if that hey. were me. Like, yeah. I would if I was at the yoga studio, I would pull the sword off the wall because don't they all have swords on the wall? And then I would fall on that sword. I would want to die. One woman actually vomited in the spin class and the entire gym <laughs> That's so gross. The entire gym was evacuated because they thought they had a sewage problem. My mom's bulldog farts every once in a while and it's so bad you gag. You're like <laughs> The I, woman, I can imagine a fart so bad that you barf. The woman was too embarrassed at the time to own up to her own problem, but she has uh, recently decided that I will I will cop to this. I believe she probably, if if memory, if anything says anything to me, uh, she probably did it on a TikTok when they're like, tell me your most embarrassing story while telling me your most embarrassing story. I farted so yeah. hard, someone puked. I, I can't even imagine what that would be <laughs> no. like. Hey, and part of me kind of is curious. Like, she, I want, like, how bad does a fart yeah. have to be before you vomit? Yeah, you know, she's got her elbows up on the handlebars and she's chugging away. She's doing her spin <laughs> thing. She's like, she's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then throws up immediately. And then you know that you're during the party. That's responsible for that woman throwing up. And then they come in and they evacuate. They're like, sorry, we have some sort of a sewage problem here. We got to get everybody out of here. When you blame it on somebody else, like, oh, God, Kylie. Hey, and she never went back to spin Mm -hmm. again. So there you go. There's your worst person on the planet for today. And again, that uh, concludes this week's episode of Here's Your Freaking Podcast. If you enjoyed it, obviously, wherever you got this one, uh, you can uh, go get the rest of them. 200 plus episodes. Real easy to find. You got them all in one place if you just head over to jlnkshow.com every Tuesday, which means we'll see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.